Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. This is Chris with a wobbly microphone. Shirtless in Seattle. I've got nowhere to clip it onto, so dangling in the wind, hanging off my sunglasses. So I hope the podcast works. We're not uh, ones to stand on ceremony, are we? Uh, I had a client once say to me, I wish my ex-partner, the father of my child, were dead. He was giving her so much anxiety. But when I explored the topic, it wasn't a threat of violence or anything. It was his appetite to have some level of access to his child which she had determined wasn't healthy because it just wasn't the way she wanted. <coughs> there is so much of this goes on in the world and I have to say unnecessarily life is beautiful life is not about making another million dollars next week life is about the celebration of the opportunity to peek at existence through a window for a short period of time 50 to 80 to 100 years maybe see the beauty of it see other people working to see the beauty of it in their own way. So I thought today I would love to go through some things you may have forgotten and make sure that you're onto it following the process. The first and most important thing is to say you're only as good during the working day as you are when you wake up in the morning. So when you wake up in the morning and do your walker chi, which is a little photo of nature, a little script of your affirmations, a little moment visualizing what you want to create on this planet for yourself and others, a little memory of love, a smile, reaching out to build your energy with the walker chi on the back veranda. These things determine the quality, the entire quality of your day. No matter how much you drink at night, no matter how much you might be angry at your ex or your current partner or the kids, every single day, every single morning is an opportunity to wake up with a hangover or without one. and begin your day as if it's the first day of the rest of your life. Worry? Well, I understand there's things to worry about. Some of them are quite serious. Health problems or mental problems or 
income problems. But there's only one solution to things you worry about. And that is to write down what's worrying you and develop strategies around it, plan B, plan C. But sometimes people are just so lazy, they just rather think it through in their head or talk it through with people and not write a single word in a journal about plan B and C or even look for the balance in the thing they're worrying about. It's just pure and unadulterated laziness. And laziness is okay because it's got a benefit. It means we don't do shit we don't feel like. But the problem with laziness is it makes us very, very tired. And the funny thing about lazy is we do it because we feel tired. But actually laziness makes us tired. Laziness is not caring how much we eat. Laziness is not caring about how much we drink. Laziness is not worried about anything or anyone other than ourselves. I think the next point of it is that we build energy with food. We're not troubled by shoving another croissant or a pancake or apple or whatever in our mouth. We're not troubled by that ever. But if someone says, do your affirmations, look for where you're on purpose, connect what you do to your values, all of which build energy and service to the world, all of which build enormous vitality. We'd rather have another coffee or another milkshake or another chocolate bar. So when it comes push comes to shove, a lot of our troubles are because we really don't want to do the effort. We don't want to do the work that would avert the trouble. That's really intense, isn't it? We're not unconscious. Nobody's unconscious of what's causing them trouble. So let's go <coughs> for a few minutes now. <coughs> along the topic of mental health for a business person. First topic of mental health for a business person is worry. Which we call, or I call, in the walk of work, rumination. Rumination is reactive. Visualization is proactive. Rumination is weighing yourself down with what might, what might go wrong. Affirmation 
is talking about what might go right. Now, we don't have to go far in the big wide world of human development to see that we, what we think about, we bring about. So we're all geniuses at manifestation. But some people manifest a shitty home life. Some people manifest a shitty work life. And they think that they can compartmentalize the problem and say, my work is shit, my home life is great. That's completely stupid. You can't be any better in your work life than you are in your home life. And you can't be any better in your home life than you are in your work life. It's just you're not seeing it. The one capacity we have in the first world is we have the capacity to surround ourselves with people who affirm and reinforce the bullshit that we want to sprout. So we say, oh, my home life is fantastic. We surround ourselves with kids and partners and friends and people who reinforce that with birthday presents. But deep down, they've just adapted to the ignorance, to the criticism, to the stress. We might go to work and find, say, I'm doing well in my work and we measure it by dollars and cents, but dollars and cents aren't much good if you're dead or stressed or hurting people. Beyond worry, it's frustration. Frustration is nature's way of saying, evolve you bastard. When we're stuck in the past, and we can't adapt to the new realities, we get frustrated. Frustration brings out things like anger, uh, criticism, uh, rigidity, addictions, overconsumption of food, overconsumption of alcohol and drugs. Frustration is when we think the picture in our mind is correct and what's going on around us is incorrect. And every great nation of indigenous people has witnessed this frustration. Every great nation Every great family has witnessed things changing and how one person in the family has stuck their feet in the sand and said, I'm not going to adapt. I'm going to stay the way it used to be. And been very hurt from it. When we don't evolve voluntarily, we get evolved. Nature's mission. Its only purpose of existence is evolution. We may not believe it, but it's an act of love. And the definition of evolution is support and challenge. So rather than walk around saying, oh, I want to do meditation and be unchallenged and be at peace, maybe our meditation would be wiser to be challenged by something we don't like and work out how to like it. Instead of valuing our opinions, which is the ego personified in its worst possible form, we value 
the ability to not have an opinion. The third thing about mental health that's really important is the difference between self and other. The wider that gap, in other words, the more we condemn or criticize or judge another human being, the more we condemn and criticize and judge ourselves, and the more we rationalize that separation and say, oh, but they aren't, and they don't deserve. And remembering this one topic is the entire Bible. The entire Bible is built on the concept of forgiveness and the recognition of self and other is one. And that's the message of Jesus, the message of the Old Testament, self and other is one. Don't throw people in glass houses, shouldn't throw stones. Let, let, let the one who didn't sin be the first one to throw the stone. You know, the, the, it says it over and over again, that recognizing yourself in others is probably one of the most key things in having faith in life itself. So there's three little food for thoughts for the day. Have a beautiful one. Bye for now.